This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Baseball isn't boring on the go. Trade deadline. Yep. We're the only podcast that's been asking guys their trade deadline stories. Guys, by guys, I mean guys who actually have experienced the trade deadline in so many different ways, in so many different fashions, in so many different manners. And we have gotten some great stories, some great perspectives, and it's not stopping here. We're going to continue all the way to the trade deadline today. Wanted to drop with a couple guys currently playing for the New York Mets. Adam Montavino, who had been rumored a lot on the trade deadline and had, as you're going to hear, watched his teammates get traded. And Tommy Pham, who just last year got traded, as he said, right at the last very second. All right. Subscribe, rate, review. At BB isn't boring. You listen to Jerry DePoto, president of baseball operations for the Mariners yesterday. Today, you listen... To a great, great podcast. An unbelievable podcast with Brandon Nimmo, one of the goats when it comes to this whole deal. Brandon Nimmo giving his trade deadline perspective. He went through a doozy. And, of course, Brendan Berardino. Holy mackerel, the stories that he told about former jobs that he had. This is all why you want to listen. And tomorrow, on Wednesday, Wednesday morning... The voice of America's team, John Sadak. He's coming. The Ellie De La Cruz effect. But right now, baseball isn't boring on the go. Something to listen to, maybe on your way home, where you're going to bed, whatever it is. We're going to keep the content coming, and we're doing it right now. Adam Montavino, then Tommy Pham. So, going through trade deadlines, is it, you know, is it can be overstated? Like, just even adding the littlest thing 
because I've talked to some guys who say, okay, you know what, it, it shows that the front office believes in you. What's your perspective of it? I think there's a little bit of truth to both of those perspectives. I mean, um, I've been in situations where the team felt like we needed a, like, a little something to kind of push us forward. Um, 2018 Rockies comes to mind, but... Um, so yeah, like sometimes that definitely makes an impact within the within the clubhouse, and that can kind of manifest itself in a couple extra wins. But you know, there's also been other years where um, it can be a little overstated for sure. Like you <laughs> you make moves or you don't make moves, and it seems like uh, the impact either way is not as big as maybe you would imagine in your head. Um, when it comes to the week leading up to it, that's another thing. Again, like I'm not a player and never been traded and never been in a player in a clubhouse is that you talk about being overstated as a younger player i would imagine it's a little bit more difficult to sort of okay not pay attention right well yeah i think the younger player it's all new to them right so they're they're dealing with like that maybe like they're putting their mind in a place it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. by worrying about something that you can't really control but I think for the older player who has like a family and stuff, they wor- might worry about it in a different kind of way. Like, mm. man, if I get traded, we're going to have to pick up and move like overnight. And there's a lot of logistics and difficulty with that. So I think it really just depends on each guy's individual situation. But um, most guys, after a while, they do kind of realize like, I just have to be where I am today and do my best and kind of wait and see because we don't really have any control over what the front offices do. What's your most memorable? trade deadline either way one way or the other I guess going all the way back to uh, when I was in the minor leagues I remember um, when I was with the Cardinals I remember being on a bus to New Orleans and a couple of our guys got traded were involved in the trade for Matt Holiday uh, from Oakland and so a couple of our guys literally like had to get like dropped off and then like sent back to Memphis to go get their stuff (laughs) to go fly to Sacramento like it was Brett Wallace and Clayton Mortensen. There's a couple guys that all of a sudden had to like. We were one minute we're going to New Orleans, next minute we're going to Sacramento. How how does I mean yeah, how does that happen? Where like there's a word trickle in the bus and everyone yeah, starts think, screaming or? Well, I think yeah, I think like a coach got a call. A couple guys got called to the front. Everybody's like, oh my god, they're getting traded. Comes back, yeah, I was traded. Everybody's like, oh my god, what's this mean? Well, they want me there tomorrow. Yeah. It's like all right, like. <laughs> All right, well, good luck. <laughs> like, see you later. So it's just kind of, and especially in the minors, nobody's ever really experienced that stuff until you, oh, yeah. until you feel it. So, yeah, yeah. You're like, holy cow, like, they are watching us down here. Like, you feel like a little more seen, maybe, because some of your guys were involved in a major league thing. Well, that's the thing. That's the other part about it is that you're valued by the team, but you don't want to leave those guys in the bus. You know? Yeah, yes. Yeah, totally <laughs> bizarre. Uh, I remember that one being really bizarre. So, for you, uh, for you, do you remember like a, a trade deadline where you were like fending off rumors, or your 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 family's telling you, or your buddies telling you, and not really with me. I mean, there's been one or two times where I, it crossed my mind that it could happen, but um, for the most part, nothing ever came to pass. There was I can remember one year, and I'm trying to remember what year it was. One of my years with the Rockies, where if they had chosen to sell, mm-hmm. I probably would have been on the move. I know that there had been interest in me. Because the bullpen coach had been telling me that, like, you know, X, Y, or Z team was trying to get you. Um, but 
none of it ever happened. So I remember just like the deadline passes and then you're like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of guys about the different aspects of it, leading up to it, the family element, going to a new team, learning everybody. For you, what do you remember the most of it from last year? It's, uh, what do I remember most from last year? Um, was it a surprise? Yeah, getting, because... Because I got traded on on the right at the deadline, and um, the game was about to start, so I was left with the impression that okay, I I wasn't going to get traded. Mm. It was it was literally minutes before the game, so that's why. Um, on, on on addressing the aspect of getting traded at the deadline, um, it's a it's a tough process because you're moving city to city. You have to pack up your stuff, you know, um, move to a different state or city. Um, you know, most of the time, I guess there's guys that could possibly go from New York to New York. Um, but in general, you know, you're moving state to state, um, packing up your place. You have to find a new place in the middle of a year. Yeah, I mean, and, you, and you've been with these guys since September too. Yeah. Then there's Northeast, uh, you know, contracts, you know, of course, with the leases and stuff like that. So it, it just it's complicated and frustrating. So when you go, like you said, you didn't find out to the end, but in that week leading up. Did you talk to them about, okay, no, no, nothing, but was it on your radar at all? Or? No, I, I, I wasn't playing, though, so I didn't, I didn't think I would get traded because I wasn't playing. But I learned, I learned last year that anything could happen, I guess. How did you find out eventually? How does that happen? Uh, David Bell, uh, my manager, my manager at the time, uh, pulled me, came to me, and he said, uh, I've been traded. I don't know where yet, but he said, uh, I got to I gotta take you out the lineup. So, you know, me and DB, we have a relationship. Great guy. Um, he was he was very good. Very good to me. When, when then you find out it's the Red Sox, and was that a little time later? Or? Yeah, that was uh, shortly after. So um, I thought it was cool because, you know, I've had I have relationships with guys on the Red Sox. And um, Cora is such a great guy, so I was I was excited at the same time. Do you immediately start because you you also want to be in a good position heading into the offseason or whatever? Do you immediately start googling like you said you know guys, but do you immediately start getting to know sort of the Red Sox a little bit better about what they need, how much you're going to be playing, you know where you might fit and all that? Um, or is it just like I just got to get my stuff together and go to the team and make the most of it? Yeah, it's the second part. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.